Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Lighthouse Experiment this week. It is Ashley Chandler and Jim Parkin. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. back. We are back. What's up, everybody? Um, so I was told by a Freedom Center family friend that I really need to get used to being referring to myself as pastor. Yeah, that number is growing this, in people that have told you that. <laughs> right. Well, this is someone who also, too, didn't like being called pastor. Um. So said you're is that pastor kyle Irwin? <laughs> he said really work on it he said I, <laughs> I know that you just want to be parking yeah. yeah have you come to terms with like what way you like it the best i mean it's hard because mean? like calling you pastor jim is confusing because then there's two pastor jims right but not really like if that's if it's true. only for like an hour on a Sunday, it's not really a lot of time for people to have to worry about it. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'll be here at this church, house church, Pastor Jim. That makes sense. And everybody can just call you Pastor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they can they do just, that too. Just call you Pastor. Yeah. 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 So. Well, it's pastor. all good. <laughs> yeah. So weird still, but whatever. Working on it. Cool. It's like when you first start doing a podcast and have to hear your own voice. <laughs> yeah. Like, remember it. when we'd, we'd be the two, the, the cans on our ears and hearing ourselves in them? And we'd be, both be sitting at the microphones going, uh, <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> so weird. The, the thing that helps me out the most is that I'm the one that edits it and I can go back and, oh my gosh, I, it, it was unbelievable how many times I would say, um, you know, there's those first couple of years. Yep. I mean, you really have to train yourself and really think about, and it's very obvious and apparent when you listen back three, four times to your own voice, you know, in one episode. <laughs> so, so I will admit there's been an episode or two that I've cut out five, six, seven ums, <laughs> just so that you guys don't <laughs> hate me in an episode. <laughs> That's awesome. So, well, you'd yeah. never know too. Yeah. Like, like pretty much self-taught at editing, right? And then now it's yeah. like seamless. Like yeah. people don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you know, it's it's overwhelming. I, I watched a few YouTube videos. Um, there'd be things that I wouldn't know how to do and I'd have to Google it. And then we started off in one program because I was mm. doing video editing in it. And that's, I can't even say that I can video edit because it was barely knowing how to manipulate some things and stuff. Right. So when I switched over to GarageBand, I'm like, this is actually obviously a lot better for audio and lines of audio and stuff. So yeah, I mean, it's, I remember when I started feeling pretty good about it and like, Oh, that sounds pretty good. I'm giving it, you know, where you can splice it and cut out like even just little things like I've cut out a couple of your dog barks and stuff like that just because the timing of it you know it's just that little stuff has been fine I think there is one episode where well there's been a couple where we've had one of our kids walk in or something you know making noise or Reagan came in I think one time like screaming and I'm like 
cut that. Cut yeah, just that clean but, that up. Yeah, but then there's been other times where I've left stuff like that in just because it's fun, you know, and we have families and life and, you know, it's it's cool. I yeah. love it too. I think, uh, oh, two episodes ago. So two, real quick, there's, uh, we got, oh, when we had um, uh, Caleb, Caleb Hubbard on. And at the very end, we said goodbye to him. And then there was a little bit of a pause. And I'm like, we're still recording. We have to say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> and I left it in because I just, I loved it. It was, it was just fun. And I think that hopefully it makes everybody feel a little bit more at home when they listen. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on. So tonight we're going to talk about a phrase that is, I wouldn't say pet peeve. Well, no, I would. <laughs> I would. That's why we're talking about it. But it's when people say, and I've said it too, yeah. but when people say, I hate people. Yeah. And so that's why I said when I texted you earlier, I want the title of this tonight's episode to be, but do you really though? But do you really like, know? I like that. I like that. So I know that for like the, maybe all types of workplaces, but I know for our EMS community, that's a, you know, it's used, I, I think, primarily as like a defense mechanism or a coping mechanism. Yeah. But the thing of it is, is this, if we really hated people, would we be willing to be shot at, burnt up, get sick, think all the exposures we have to help them? Yeah. Like, would you really spend, in my case, 17 years putting yourself in harm's way for people who you say you hate. I, I actually, I was talking to Lisa Fetter, Fetters about this earlier this afternoon, and I was telling her about what we were going to talk about. Cause I've been, I'm glad you texted me ahead of time. Cause I was really thinking about this all day long. Um, and we kind of thought, you know, you get those types of people in that attitude and that mindset in a lot of different fields. Like she was a teacher before she became full-time full-time stay-at-home mom and homemaker and everything. And she said, I mean, you run into teachers, right? You know, we've all had that teacher that hates kids. and They're still right. somehow t teaching, you know? So, yeah, I, you know, I think that, I think obviously a lot, like what you said, it's a defense mechanism. And I mean, I'm, I for sure said statements of the same, but what you really hate is the capacity of people to be horrible and obnoxious mm -hmm. and well and you know like you know what i liked that pastor carl kept saying last week is that people are gonna people i love that i loved that he he also specifically said that if your goal is to get to work and not have any drama and not have any problems that he felt like that whole mindset right there that he goes to work expecting people to people and that there will be drama Mm -hmm. that allows him to kind of settle into that groove and just, you know, be flexible and go with the flow, you know. As yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And that's kind of the key here, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, because there's like so many layers, mm. right? Yeah. So you're, you're, you know, well, we'll go with like, we'll go with the worst case scenario first. So it's like, you're supposed to clear out a service, you know, and it's your, your out time. We'll use me and my partner is an example. So at five o'clock we're at Fenton Hill at the pumps refueling our, the ambulance, you know, then we're going to go back to the headquarters and then at five 15, we'll be out of service. 
and we don't have to worry about anything anymore. So then, and we'll say, so, and it's a Monday in April and we have house church getting ready to go. And then at five 13, whilst still being in service, we get called out by nine one one by, you know, EMS main radio to go to in the modern season that we're in now, like it could be forest township, like the way forest, like northmost nether regions of the County, mm. you know, so instantly you're like, dang it. So there's that level of tension. So then you race all the way out there, having had to deal with people who don't get out of your way. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so then level up tension and you get all the way out there for what was claimed to be chest pain. And we've all had this, but what it really is was a twisted ankle. Uh, seven days ago and and sometimes you'll actually even be told i just knew if i said chest pain they'd send somebody faster yep okay so now so right so now you're like off the your tension your little irritation is through the roof then you get this person in the rig they're not cooperating anyway they're probably a little indignant and then you take them to the hospital turning over care to a nurse who's been put through the ringer all day. So they're all so mad. <laughs> so like it's this huge pressure cooker, right? So. Well, and also the wait times at triage for you to like, right. Turn people over. Yeah. Sometimes works, it's usually know? pretty, you know, most the uh, emergency departments have like evolved when that comes into play to where based on, what's going on. Okay. It's not just arbitrarily. They came in by an ambulance and they're getting a room. So that is really works to our advantage to check someone into the waiting room. Yeah. Heck yeah. That works to our advantage. That's cool. Quite a bit. And there's right. Cause it's yeah. a lower acuity, acuity patient staying out, getting what's known as a courtesy hold sometimes, which is just means extra weight for being a jerk an adult timeout <laughs> in the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. But like, so there is all that pressure and yeah. I get it, but I guess what I'm speaking to really is that arbitrary claim. I hate people like all day long. Yeah. I hate people. Yeah. And that's what I mean. But do you really, <laughs> cause like we, we all get frustrated when yeah. people, people, do you that's think fair. That those folks don't have good friendships. Um, not necessarily just, like generally speaking or is it just like they hate people like while working or do i don't just... see that's my point is i don't think they do at all not really yeah i mean there are obviously there's going to be people like something the sheriff said when he was on way back you know way back in the day there it seems like he said there's going to be people that you know puppies and ice cream don't make them smile. <laughs> right. 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 The, right. If that, and if that doesn't make you happy, then there's some underlying crud that keeps you from being happy. But mm. it is interesting to me. And yeah, that comment is. has always been like, eh. yeah, like you sling that around so, so freely, but you know. So do you think it kind of goes back quite a bit to what Pastor Carl said, where like our expectation for people to, have drama like first response is all about drama heck yeah it's all about responding to yeah so do you think that 
those folks don't, I mean, that stuff is going to happen. So do you think that they just don't, are more like control freaks in a way? Like they expect maybe certain things to be a certain way and maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe they don't expect, I don't know. Maybe they aren't used to the aspect of people going to people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? maybe. Maybe, or they maybe they're prepared. too too used to it. They've got right. too many people that have come across their path and took them through the ringer. You know, like, I don't. You know, it could be so different person to person. You know, right? I think that if if we can see, like the verse that talks about, like we don't war with flesh and flesh. Like we're we're warring and battling like all the other forces and all the other things that we're not seeing underneath right. the surface and stuff. So. I think that if folks can have that mindset to see, I don't my brother and I were talking about this the other day. Um, we went up north together Friday and we were talking about how sometimes we rewrite the script in our head. Like the guy cuts us off in traffic and we mm-hmm. like, you know what? Maybe his mom just fell down and he's rushing over to her house, you know, or, you know, or, kid got sick at school and they're rushing to the school. Like sometimes you just don't know what the situation is. So you just extend them grace, right? Mm -hmm. right. Then we're also talking about stuff like, like me where I almost work so hard to rewrite the script all the time that I spent all this mental energy trying to figure people out where it's just like, you know, sometimes things happen and people are just going to be the way that they are. And if I try to just spend all this time figuring them out instead of just letting it go, like that could all, also kind of be to my detriment but sometimes giving people kind of that break to like i don't know what's going on in their life and re- kind of mm-hmm. rewriting that script a little bit could kind of help right um so you, you would, know i don't know if that you know if that helps or not you know right you know i think maybe too um i mean you, you aren't gonna get pissed off at people it's just yeah for sure it just is what it is but and also too, like to look at that to extend grace. I think even more, as you like, I think we've fallen into this trap, especially with in the last two to four to seven years. But <laughs> really, the last four years, well, it's just been so much more yeah. heated and stuff yeah. like that with the For socials sure. and whatnot. But I think it's like with last year, especially, was so much. Yeah, you know, so much. Ice, like forced isolation, really. Yeah. And so much in the media, main, like mainstream media, and so much on social media. It's like we're dehumanizing each other so much mm-hmm. that we get to this place where now everything's possible. You know, like I yeah. posted something on Facebook today with like, and no real description of what it, it should be obvious. It's a police car that's got like six or eight bullet holes right where the driver's face would be. Now, both officers are fine. They'll recover other than having had someone shoot directly at their faces, you know, but it's just, I didn't comment on it, but my point to it was, this is where we are. You know, this is, we're in a place where everything is so dehumanized that anything is possible. And that's not all that shocking to see anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that I know it's history and we're trying to make strides to be better. But even at 51 years old, when I look at history books and I see where there'd be two separate drinking fountains, one marked for white and one marked for colored, that should still be equally shocking. 
you know, that should still be like, we should be looking at that going, dang, like this is us. You maybe not so much now, you know, hopefully we're better, but I don't know. I think that the over, like the underlying message here though, which pastor Carl, again, we'll give him full, full rights to this one, but people People are just, and they are, and it's just always going to be that way. And so like my hope would be as first responders in whatever discipline, we have the capacity to make people who are peopling's situation better Yeah. just by showing up. Yeah. And if we get stuck in that same mud, you know, it just, I think it takes away from, from what we can be giving them. Something that I, uh, kind of an example that Pastor Jim has shared before that I absolutely love. Like, do we want to be the thermostat in the room? Or do we want to be the thermometer? You know what I mean? Do we want to be something that just reads a room? I mean, it's really easy to go into a room and just freak out with everybody else, right? Just read it and just show what it is. Or be the tone setter. Yeah, yeah, it's very different to walk in and set the environment, set the tone, and change the environment. And and sometimes it's very subtle. Sometimes it's just walking in with a calm and a peace and a steadiness, like knowing who you are and knowing what you're – what you're there for. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, so I think for folks that are listening, you know, give yourself a little bit more credit that you do have an impact and mm-hmm. it may not be having some, you know, magical conversation with somebody at work or in the hospital or one of your patients. It could yeah. be just, just being you, you know, mm-hmm. just being, having a peace or a joy or something, you know, that, you know, people can't always put a word to it, but they can understand and know who they know that they're safe with and that they can like feel actually cared for by, you know, and right. that that's a huge impact, you know? So I, right. I think that somebody, somebody at work a couple of weeks ago, there was a, there was a issue at work and, you know, just reminding them that like everything that you do for good, even though you don't see the total result, result of it, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that all your work was for naught. You right. Know, like what you do has such a profound impact on so many levels, so many layers. And a lot of it you may not even see, you know, right. ever. You know, so yeah, we just absolutely it goes right back to just remembering that like everything that you see face to face isn't the whole picture, you know, and just on a good and bad level sometimes, you know, and just trusting that too, you know. So yeah, you know. I like that. I like that thought too of being a tone setter. Also, from this week's message, Pastor Josh shared a quote from Pastor Adam. We're like throwing a lot of pastor names. You guys love are just confusing. It. Hey, it means but that like, we're listening. We're listening to our pastors. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 word he gave was, "If you know who you are, if you know who you are, you'll know what to do." Yeah, yeah, that was good. And that's like, and that for my fellow paramedics and EMTs and firefighters and cops and first responder community and you know the emergency room folks that just speaks volumes to what we're doing yeah like if we know if you're solid in who you are then in every situation you'll know what to do and even if that's Mm -hmm. just being there Mm -hmm. if it's just being present because a lot of times that's all really like we all know everybody who's been working on an ambulance for any amount of time there's people that call because they're just lonely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My partner, I went and sat with an oldie and made her lunch and hung out. Might have been the worst peanut butter sandwich ever, but she didn't have jelly. 
Aww. so I put extra peanut butter, which made it worse, and then it was just terrible. I used and then, to eat really like triple layer just peanut butter sandwiches when I was in high yeah. school. Well, she didn't like that, man. <laughs> oh no! And then she didn't have anything but like tomato juice, and it was just weird. Like, how are you gonna? You can't wash peanut butter down with tomato juice. Was, Did she have a glass felt, of milk? Even like cut it up? No, no. She didn't even have milk. Oh, baby girl. Felt like we should have gone and got milk, but we I didn't. I mean, if you've gone and gotten batteries from <laughs> the Beacon and Bridge, you should have gotten the lady fifteen dollar nine jam. volt for the wrong garage. Yep, whatever. <laughs> oh man! But you know, I think that's the key. What I really want to focus on tonight was I know we all feel that way. Yeah. Like, I I, I hope that I'm conveying that. I'm not. It's not finger pointing. I don't, like, I honestly cannot stand that phrase, but I've said it. Yeah. I've been in a place where it's been, you know, jerk after jerk after jerk, and I've been, man, you know. And, you know, maybe maybe it's time to just call it what it is. You know, like what you were saying, the defense mechanism in the very beginning. You know, maybe instead of saying I hate people, being okay to just say, you know what, sometimes people are really hurtful and frustrating. You know, like, it's okay to say that stuff. It's okay to say, dude, some days I just don't know what I'm supposed to do, you know, with X, like, Y, or Z. You know, and that's okay. Like, people are peopling at DEFCON 1 right now. <laughs> and it's, a, like, it's a hot mess. Yeah. You yeah. know. And, and you said, you know, back to Pastor Adam's quote, you know, when you know who you are, you'll know what to do. And, and to be honest, there's days where I, I lose sight of that moment, you know, so I, I guess mm-hmm. even just giving people permission that like, again, what you had just said, this isn't putting everybody on blast and assuming everybody's doing a horrible job. But if you know you have a heart issue going on and you're just really putting out a lot of negative energy and mindset and you've got some stuff rolling around your heart, be big enough to explore that and figure out what you need to do with that because it's not doing you any good and life can be better than that, mm-hmm. you know. But also there's going to be days that it's harder than others. We all know that. We all know that, you know. So, but yeah, if you know, like, God loves me. I'm here for a purpose. I'm knit together for good things. Like, I'm here today to make a difference and to do my job well, you know, then you do one step at a time and you do, you do what you can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Know that that's impactful and important and a big deal, and it's good enough, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, that was kind of what was on my heart today. That's good. Because, you know, it's been really busy. We're yeah. really shorthanded in the, in the EMS community. There's really not that many of us. You know, that, that level of thought or frustration, it's... I think that we're finding ourselves arriving at it quicker okay? because just, you know, we're traveling <laughs> where it used to be four or six calls in a day is now eight or 10. And that's, that's a lot, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's still all the extra with COVID and all the things. And it's just, and that's like, everybody's tired of that, Yeah, you know? So it's easy to get to there, but, but like we've been saying tonight, if you just if you're having trouble, if you're having heart issues, if you're just just stuck in that rut of irritation and frustration, just 
like look at it look into it yeah like i always tell y'all write it down write all the crud out on paper we've done all and i say that things. but i'm not good at doing that so yeah and you know it, honestly there's times where i need to write it out sometimes i need to go get coffee with a friend and talk it out because it's different having that back and forth conversation where they can ask good questions and kind of help draw mm-hmm. some of that out. Sometimes it's I've gone to see a counselor for a few months because I just feel stuck and I don't feel like any of that is helping. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just I need to get myself out for a run and just go blow off yeah. some steam because I just that's, need to yeah, do that. That's my know? go-to. Yeah. Getting a workout. Sometimes – you could come to a house church on Monday nights starting in April. You could do that too. I just I did. It. I just Love plugged it. that. <laughs> I just it's shamelessly so plugged. Excited. But no, yeah, you know, and that's good. just good community, mm-hmm. you know, solid. You get that circle, yep. that tight circle around you, people that you can just, you know, hit a, shoot a text or a messenger message to. And yep. all that stuff's important community small groups and all that business so i would just say keep your heads up everybody absolutely i'm gonna read something because i think a lot of us that do ems follow this guy he makes some incredible pictures like really lifelike ems and fire and police stuff so this is for our listeners that aren't necessarily ems providers or anything in first response okay um so it's called, the title of it is a picture of a big top, like circus, big top, old school okay. tent. Okay. And on top it says circus and then it says EMS under it. <laughs> but the, the comments that you wrote in here, the, like the story with it said, the public doesn't realize the circus that is the world of EMS. It's open 24-7, never stops. We just go in and help run the show for 8, 10, 12, 24 hours at a time. Then we get out, recoup, and turn our next venture inside. We work with the clowns, animals, freak shows, and the ringmaster even cracks his whip on us sometimes. We get to laugh and participate in some amazing events in this tent. The death-defying acts actually sometimes end in death. It's truly the biggest and greatest show on earth. So it's just, you know, it's for those of us in the know, it is just this big, crazy, wild wild ride i mean and you've been experienced some glimpses you know i think i want to be more focused with this podcast so we do have listeners that don't that don't do the first responder stuff yeah but just but we are a little bit different breed of people <laughs> <laughs> and it's just i think that we have some marks on us from from the the craziness this, like the guy says, the greatest show on earth. Absolutely. For a lot of us, we're in it four days a week, 12 hours a day. And then, like I said, last week's episode, now we got to come out. <laughs> come back out to, to the normal world. Yeah. Which isn't really all that normal right now. So it's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's really crazy. We're in a weird spot. But I would just say to everybody listening to my first responder and EMS fam and the fire department guys and police department guys, just keep grinding, Mm -hmm. keep doing what we do. 
Keep good. embracing the suck. It's all going to be okay. Find your grit. Find your grit. That's a couple <laughs> of the guys I've been following, like, getting ready to do our hiking thing at the end of the year, my brother and a couple of friends. And, um, yeah, you're capable of more than what you give yourself credit for, and it's not a push to keep doing more, keep doing more, keep doing more. You know, it's not that it's not good enough. It's just that we're still growing. We're still learning. And, you know, we'll keep taking one day at a time. But um, I am just want to say, too, with the house church, I'm really excited to just spend that time with folks. So just know that if you're thinking about coming out, if you are planning on coming out, if you have any questions, reach out to us. But I'm sincerely starting to get really excited to just – have that space together and get to know some folks and hear your stories and stuff and get to know you. So yeah, it's going to be sick. So, so we have, thanks for listening as always. We want to, we haven't been doing this, so I want to get back on track and say, thank you freedom center church for your support. Um, Thank you to our executive producer, pastor Carl Jones. He's also kind of my boss. So, another shout out (laughs) so with that look us up on the socials I revived my Twitter account today just because I wanted to see what was going on yeah no way yeah it's worse than Facebook over there but hey whatever all right (laughs) this episode will be up early Thursday Thursday morning at nine thanks for listening have a great week see ya